This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. These are not hard and fast rules. These are just concepts that I've gleaned from 300 episodes sharing what we know and then learning from hundreds of other families about what they know. I'm using these steps and they are working really well for our family. Life is great right now. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, everybody. This is Andy Hill, and today we're celebrating our 300th episode. Three, zero, zero, yes. (laughs) 300 episodes dedicated to your family, financial independence, your family's wealth, and your family's happiness. For those of you who have been with me for a little while, I just want to say thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for your support, your trust, and your time. You spend a lot of time with me. Thank you. (laughs) And I absolutely love my new job, this job that I'm able to do, and you are the reason that I'm able to have the job. So thank you. I'm going to keep working hard to bring you motivating and helpful content to support you as you continue to build your wealth and craft the family life you've always wanted to have. Now, if you're new to the show, thank you for checking it out. I really appreciate it. I want to do something fun for you and for the folks who've been tuning in for a while. Today, I'm going to share my new and improved 10 steps to family wealth and happiness. Now, these steps are compiled from our family's financial experience, going from a net worth of negative $50,000 when we got married to now over a million dollars 10 years later. And these steps are constructed with the knowledge I've gained from now over five years of doing this podcast and the hundreds of interviews that I've done. These chats have been with millionaire parents, financially independent couples, and experts who are promoting a life and a world that I've always dreamed of. So without further delay, let's jump into the 10 steps to family wealth and happiness. Number one, define the life you want to live. You can't get to where you want to go without first defining where that place is. So what do you want out of life? And it's not just, I want to get rich. (laughs) Sure, money can solve a lot of our problems. I won't deny that. But if we don't tell our money what to do, then we may find ourselves in the future asking, why am I still unhappy? In order to define the life we want to live, let's try this. Share your financial dreams with your partner. When we're overwhelmed and our financial situation isn't looking so hot, we forget our dreams because they seem so impossible. So take some time to dream together with your partner. Do you want to own your own business? Are you ready to stay at home with the kids? Do you want to start a new career? Do you want to go part-time in your career? These discussions can motivate you and your partner to make major financial progress together. And then second, plan your path together. 
Once you hone in on your dreams, it's time to put some action steps below them. For example, if your goal is to go down to one income and leave your job to stay at home with the kids, this was a goal of ours, you'll need to figure out how to decrease your living expenses, eliminate your debt payments, or increase your household income. Now, with a strong partnership in your relationship, it can become a reality. And then lastly, make a commitment and support each other. If you're paying down hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, that path, that can feel like an eternity. Now, it helps when you have a supportive partner to help you along the way. And it's not going to be a quick process. It may take years or even decades to achieve these big goals that you guys have together. But that's why they're big goals, right? (laughs) Not everybody does them. And they continue living lives that they aren't inspired by. We're talking about wealth and happiness today. So let's go get it. Oh, and don't forget to celebrate along the way with the debt example. Let's say you've got $200,000 of debt that you're working on. That's a huge balance. So when you cross over the balance of $150,000, $100,000, $50,000, make sure you're celebrating those milestones along the way. You and your partner can track the progress together, You know, celebrate with some champagne or go out to dinner to celebrate each of these milestones because you're making memories and fun along the way way. And these are incredible things you're doing. So they need to be celebrated. Okay, let's jump to number two, control your money. Now that we've defined our dreams, and we're committed to making them a reality, let's talk about how we can gain control of our money. And for some of us, life can just get away from us. We had control of our time and our money. But now it feels like it sort of escaped our grasp. It's time to take back control, my friends. Here are some quick tips to make that happen. The first one, craft your family budget. With your family goals and your values defined, develop a monthly budget that supports those goals and values. That way, your money is doing what you want it to do. The fun part of the budgeting process lately is that fintech has made budgeting a lot easier. Our family's favorite budgeting app is Mint. It's free, it's easy to use, it's got a slick app, super convenient, but there are dozens of other cheap or free budgeting apps that make the process simple. You can also use a pen and paper or an Excel sheet, just start. The second thing you can do is save up two grand for an emergency. Now, if you do this, you'll have twice as much money than 61% of the US, and it'll keep you away from credit cards as an emergency use. So we don't want to have those credit cards be our backup when the car breaks down or the washing machine goes out. We want to have cash for that, right? So over time, yeah, $2,000 isn't going to cover everything, but over time, you'll want to grow this emergency fund to three to six months of expenses, and that's recommended by most financial professionals out there. And then the last thing you want to do in this step is eliminate high-interest debt. Credit card debt is crushing our country's ability to build wealth and move ahead. When you're paying over 20% interest on your credit card each month, your wealth game, it's moving backwards, man. Find out how much you need to completely pay off your credit card debt, save up that amount needed, and pay it off for good. Just be done with it. I believe people can keep their credit cards if they develop smart habits like setting up a 
monthly budget that you live on and setting up automatic monthly payments. If you can't commit to those things, I wouldn't recommend using credit cards at all. All right, step three in the family wealth and happiness journey is invest early and consistently. Automatic investing and compound interest will build us a huge nest egg and help us to retire comfortably. If we set things up correctly, we can essentially get rich while we sleep. Here are a few tips to make that happen. The first one, take advantage of your workplace 401k, or in your instance, if you've got a 403b or 457. By consistently investing in your workplace 401k, you're doing three things. You're automatically investing your money and never touching it so it grows for a really, really long time. You're taking advantage of compound interest. This is when your money starts to make money for you. And... If your company matches your contributions, you are essentially receiving free money. And we love free money around here. (laughs) Using these methods over the past 10 years has helped our family grow our investments to $550,000. It's actually a little above that now. If we let it grow and don't contribute another dime, we could have over $2 million by the time we retire. That's if we don't add anything else. So by taking these steps, you'll continue to grow your wealth and your retirement future. The second thing you can do in this step is look into index funds. If your 401k or your other retirement routes like a Roth IRA or even HSA have the ability to invest in low-cost index funds, I would highly consider it. You can save a boatload on fees and mirror indices like the S&P 500 that provide you a solid long-term return. This saves you from finding the next hot stock or worrying about do you have all the right companies in there. Having index funds in your portfolio can make this process so much easier. And the key is not to touch it until retirement. Hence the name retirement savings. And then the last thing in this step is to take advantage of tax-favored options. If you have the income and the ability to steadily increase your tax-favored retirement options like the 401k, 403b, 457, IRAs, or HSAs. Yes, it's a bunch of acronyms and and number soup. (laughs) Horrible names, by the way. (laughs) But by taking advantage of these horrible names, you'll get the full tax-saving advantages available to you and your retirement funds will skyrocket over time. Now, we all have to pay taxes, right? But if we can pay fewer of them legally, that's a nice deal, and we should all take advantage of that. All right, step number four is to protect your family. We can make a lot of money and develop a mass amount of wealth, but if we're not protecting it, it can be a disaster for our family. This message isn't meant to scare you. It's meant to help you and your family rest easy. So here's how to do it. The first step in here is to get term life insurance. If your family depends on your income, you need term life insurance. Find a partner that shops the marketplace on your behalf and finds you the best deal. I like Quotacy. They've been a sponsor of the show. They've been a partner of the show for a long time. They're on my website as a recommended resource for years now. Now, depending on your situation, term life insurance is going to be your best bet. Whole life, you've maybe heard of it out there, it can be very pricey. It can have less coverage and maybe not be the best investment for your family. For most families out there, an inexpensive term life policy is your best bet. 
The second step in here is to craft your will and trust. To protect your family and ensure they are in good hands if the unexpected occurs, get your last will and testament going as soon as possible. And as you're building your wealth, look into a trust to ensure you avoid issues for your family if you're to pass away. Another great partner for this is trust and will. Very, very simple because we're talking about wills and trust. Trust and will is a trusted provider that makes this process super, super easy. I'll put their links in the show notes for everybody to check out marriagekidsandmoney.com slash trust and will. Same thing for quotacy, marriagekidsandmoney.com slash quotacy. With regard to the will and the trust, if you've been divorced, you have children from other marriages, you've got property in other states, or you own a business, consider seeking out a trusted lawyer who can draft your will instead of going on with the online process. And then the last step within here is to review your insurance coverage. Now, everyone's situation is different, but here are a few types of insurance to keep your family safe. You got health insurance, you got auto insurance, you got homeowners or renters, depending on if you're renting, long-term disability, Umbrella insurance is something to consider if you've got a net worth in the half million dollar range around that area to cover you for everyday things. You know, even <laughs> even as a volunteer soccer coach, I'm I have umbrella insurance. Just you know, anything could happen, right? And then obviously another one, life insurance, which we've talked about already. Once you've got these squared away, you can rest easier knowing that your family is taken care of. All right. Let's go to step five. We're moving right along here with the family wealth and happiness steps. That is grow the gap. You have your income. That's the money you make. And you have your expenses. That's the money you spend. The larger the gap between these two numbers, the more wealth you can build. So for example, let's say you make 100K per year and you're spending 100K. Your savings rate or that gap is nothing. It's 0%. There's no gap. Now, let's say you're making $100,000 per year and you're spending $75,000 per year. Your savings rate is 25%. The gap is growing. With that 20%, you can save for your three to six month emergency fund and invest for your future wealth. The larger the gap, the more money you have and the more wealth you can build. So let's grow the gap, ready? First thing you could do is increase your income. If you've been consistently exceeding expectations at work and it's been a while since you've received a raise or a promotion, it's time to ask for what you deserve. Check out industry sites like Glassdoor to find out what people in your position and in your area are making. Perhaps overtime or a side hustle is an option that you can take advantage of so you can meet some of your near-term financial goals. Grab that extra money and bank all of it. Careful on the burnout factor though here. You know, I, I love talking about overtime. I love talking about side hustles to meet those near-term goals. But if this becomes a long-term solution, you don't want to sacrifice your mental health. Listen to your body, listen to your mind and rest when you need to. For some easy money, if you want to make some money fast, look around your house for things you don't need or use anymore. We've made thousands of dollars reselling our stuff, like our bikes, our purses, our baby gear, old clothes, things like that on Facebook Marketplace over the past you know, five, 10 years of our marriage. And it's helped out a lot when we want to hit some near-term goals. The second thing you could do is decrease expenses. The easiest way I've found to meet some of our financial goals is spending less money. 
And I get it. It doesn't sound like fun to spend less money. But what if we started with the things that weren't fun to begin with? So here are some ideas to consider. Renegotiating your bills, your recurring bills, like your cable or your cell phone bill or your internet bill, or shopping at a lower cost grocery store like Aldi, or using a lower cost cell phone plan like Tello. Our family just switched to them and the service has actually been better than Verizon and it's like half the price. It's kind of crazy. These are just a few actions our family has taken to save thousands of dollars per year. And it's also a smart way to fight any growing inflation concerns that we've been seeing as of late. And then the last thing within this step is to eliminate other debt. At this point in the process, I'm hoping you're feeling more in control of your money. To grow the gap even more, it's time to eliminate other debt. So these are debts like your car loans, your student loans, your medical bills, and so much more. When you're not worried about making these payments anymore, you'll have more room in your budget for the stuff you really value. All right, so we hit our first five steps. So let's take a quick break and we're gonna jump back into steps six through 10 in a bit after a word from our show sponsors. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the US via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. And use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up, the code is valid until April 19th, 2024. marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. Thanks for taking time to consider our sponsors, everyone. Let's jump back into the show. 
All right, let's jump back into it. Number six, inspire generational wealth. As a parent, I feel inspired to give my kids a better life than I had. My parents did the same thing for me, and I think it's my duty to strengthen our family tree for generations to come. I've had the chance to speak with some inspiring parents and learn how they are setting up their children for generational wealth. Here are some thoughts to consider for your family. The first step here, start investing early. The earlier you're able to invest for your children's future, the more time and compound interest can work in your favor. Before plunking down money to help your children have a brighter future, make sure you're taking care of your retirement needs first. But if you're already investing a good percentage of your income for retirement, or you hit coast fire already, then we can turn back our focus to the kiddos. If college is important for your family, consider a 529 college savings account to help you invest for your child's future college needs. We use this tax-advantaged account because we believe college is going to be important for our kids. You can also use a UTMA or kids brokerage account as well for life savings goals outside of college. This can be for like a starter home down payment forum or funds for their wedding celebration or funds for their first car. Another route is a Roth IRA for kids. This is a retirement savings account that can be used if your kids have earned income. That's the caveat there, everybody. I helped my 16-year-old nephew start his Roth IRA, and he had some money from working at his job, and the balance has grown substantially since then. He's now 22, he's 21, 22. I'm really proud of what we've been able to do together with that, and index funds made that process really, really simple. All right, the next step within here is to teach money lessons early. Some statistics have shown that kids' ideas around money are set by seven years old. Now, I believe there's much more time to inspire healthy financial behavior after that time, but hey, it does not hurt to start early. Simple things like talking about purchases at the store and how much things cost is an easy way to get kids thinking about money. When they're old enough, allow them to have their own money so they can learn and even make mistakes with it. In my opinion, the best way to learn and have the lesson really stick is trial and error. And the last portion of the step is to encourage family contribution. Help your kids understand that with hard work comes reward. The things they truly want in life are there for them if they want to work for it. This can start off very young with chores around the house, something that our family does and has been doing since uh, Zoe's four years old. A consistent tradition like this can help them learn responsibility, integrity, and how money really works. I got some great advice from this gentleman that I interviewed, John Lanza, and he talked about doing this thing called a breakthrough allowance. This is when you give your kids who are maybe preteens or teens enough money to cover things like clothes, food out of the house, and their cell phone. That way, they can start paying these bills and understanding how to not go crazy with it and have a little bit more responsibility. Yeah, they're probably going to make some mistakes, but it's better at 14 instead of 41, right? And then lastly, you can look into scholarships. This is talk about contribution. <laughs> the cost of college is insane. 
So if your kids and you can look into scholarships and find out ways that you can grab all this free money that's out there, these scholarships are available and they're waiting to be earned. So maybe setting up something like a scholarship Sunday with your kids where you're filling out applications during their junior and senior year, you can earn tens of thousands of dollars. And I've had the opportunity to interview some people on the show like Christina Ellis, who earned a half a million dollars and attended her dream university of Vanderbilt. It can happen, my friends. Okay, number seven on the list of family wealth and happiness is to create family financial independence. There's something about reducing your financial worries that, oh man, it just makes me smile. And when I share these family financial independence hacks, I continue to receive positive messages from families who truly benefit from them. These tips aren't your typical fire movement moves. <laughs> if you've heard of the fire movement, so they're a little bit different, but they've worked well for our family. And as I'm finding thousands of other families as well, the first idea in this family financial independence idea is to achieve coast fire. After investing for our retirement for like a decade, I started to ask myself, when can I stop investing for retirement? When will I have enough invested that time and compound interest will do the rest for me? Then I found the term Coast Fire. That's when you have enough invested in retirement that you can let time and compound interest do the heavy lifting for you until you get to retirement age without adding anything else. Now, that might seem hard to swallow. Maybe you want to continue to take the employer match of your 401k, but you can definitely take your foot off the gas. It's a beautiful concept. It allows you to take your foot off the gas of retirement savings and enjoy more life today. That concept, it can definitely be difficult to swallow, but it's one that I'm working on embracing right now after being a super saver for so long. And with that money, with that extra money, I want to make more memories with my family today. And the second kind of radical step, I guess radical, I don't think it's that radical, <laughs> is to become mortgage-free. Eliminating your mortgage after achieving Coast Fire is what I would recommend for most people. You've taken advantage of the stock market to allow for a comfortable retirement. Now turn your focus to enjoying more time today. And mortgage freedom, it can give you that. According to Business Insider, the average monthly payment on a 30-year fixed mortgage without property taxes and insurance is around $1,000. So with that gone, what would $12,000 per year to use how you please, how would that look in your life? The options, they're plentiful, man. <laughs> and then the last step within this family financial independence area is to earn passive and happy active income. My version of financial independence includes work. Not a career I don't enjoy, but work that makes me happy that it's Monday. In this step, I suggest starting to include income streams in your life that you enjoy and start to slowly move away from work that doesn't make you happy. For me, this looked like investing in a small business until I made enough money to leave my corporate career. For others, that may mean investing in real estate rental properties or passive investing in a taxable brokerage account. The goal of these sources would be to bring in enough to cover your annual living expenses. Family financial independence. All right, step eight is to give generously. When Nicole and I became mortgage-free, it was an incredible moment. But one thing that we realized is that we weren't giving 
to the best of our ability. In fact, we were giving 1% of our income. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but we thought we could give more. We decided to ladder up our giving over the next few years from 1% in 2017 to 3% in 2018. And then in 2019, we went up to 5%. And now we give an additional 5% to family, friends, and neighbors in need. It's our own form of 10% giving. Now let's go over some ways to give generously in your life. The first one is to give money. You see it every day. There's something wrong in the world and you want to make it right. Well, it's time to be the change you want to see and put your money behind it. Do your research on charitable organizations through Charity Navigator so you can intelligently give. This organization helps you find out how the money's being used and if this charity has a good ranking. And then ladder up your giving over time if you're not currently giving how you want to. In time, you'll be able to make an impact that truly helps your community, helps your country, and helps the world. And then the second step in here is to give your time. Recently, I heard about the concept about giving 5% of your money and then 40 hours of your time per year on one of my uh, favorite podcasts, Pete the Planner. It's a great show. You guys should check it out. As a young father, I thought this amount of time was appropriate and feasible given all the other things that I had going on in my life. And maybe that's perhaps why I latched onto it. If you don't have the means to give your money at this point in your life, give your time. You can volunteer in your local community and you can support causes that call to your heart. And then lastly, use your voice. Perhaps you don't have the time or the money, but you still want to put some positive change out there in the world. Well, using your voice in person, online, through a podcast, or on social media can truly help people and causes you care about. Words are powerful. I started my podcast to help young families find financial freedom and live the lives they've always wanted. The positive notes and feedback I've received from simply using my voice have been incredible. So what cause are you passionate about? There's something out there. There's someone out there waiting to hear your voice. And hey, if you could use your money, your time, and your voice, I believe that's how truly positive change can happen. Okay, number nine, maximize life experiences. At this point in your life, you've checked all the boxes. You've done some great work. You are crafting a life that not only makes you proud, but you're helping others along the way. It's time to enjoy yourself. After reading the book, Die With Zero by Bill Perkins, I came across the term, maximize your life experiences. I love that. Instead of dying with a pile of money, I'd rather die with a pile of memories and good times with the ones that I love. So for those of us who've checked all the smart financial boxes and created a simple family wealth structure, it's time to have some more fun. You can do this by vacationing more. I absolutely love vacations, everybody. We've got Michigan winters, man. They are brutal and getting away is a must. <laughs> also, there are so many places within our state, our country, or even the world that I want to see. With more time, more money, and more options, this becomes possible. And at this point in your journey, I want to encourage you to remember that you've already hit coast fire. You are set for retirement. 
So now it's time for you to coast. It's time for you to enjoy. The second area about maximizing your life experience is to invest in your marriage. I love my wife so much, and I'm thrilled to continue strengthening our marriage. Whether it's figuring out how to communicate more effectively on our bread and wine episodes or creating fun traditions that we do together, I know the best part of our marriage is yet to come. After almost 12 years of our relationship, our marriage, my best advice to people out there, maybe in a younger relationship, is to just make time. If there's not enough time to focus on your marriage, then you need to make it. In the past, my priorities, they've been out of place. If I didn't have time for my wife, then I'd prioritized the wrong things ahead of her. And that's not right. Just like your budget, you've designed it based on your values. Do the same thing with your schedule. Align your schedule based on your values and value your marriage. The next step in here to maximize your life experience is just to create memories with your kids. There was a point in my career where I was working and traveling so much that I felt like I was missing my kids grow up. My wife was awesome. Nicole would send me pictures of them having fun and sharing fun memories of things that they said while they were young. But it wasn't the same as being there. I wanted to be there. Now that I have the time, I'm going to make the most of it. I don't want to hustle harder and grow my wealth and die with a pile of money. I want to spend some memories with my kids and make them things that I'm just proud of. Here's some ideas that maybe it would inspire you guys. Maybe one-on-one time with your kids. We do this every other month. I'll meet with Zoe and we'll take two hours or three hours and we'll go do something that she wants to do. Just me and her. And then the month after that, I do that with Calvin. It is a fantastic way to create some memories that live on. Uh, I got that idea from Jim Shields, a fantastic author that I interviewed on this show. And then there's things like daddy-daughter vacations. I haven't done this, but I would love to do solo trips with Zoe or solo trips with Calvin and have Nicole do the same thing. Talk about a cool experience. Talk about a way to build memories that you'll always cherish. And then I love volunteering with them. I think that could be something that I would really like to do in the future. I've checked out a lot of volunteering opportunities and it's always like, hey, are they 12 and older? I'm like, eh, not quite there yet. But as they get older, I would love to continue to do this and you know, live these family values that we're talking about and give back. And one of the other things I love doing is coaching their sports teams. So I've been doing that for Calvin for the past couple of years. And if there's ever a volunteer need, I'm going to jump in because I've created the time and I want to be a part of their lives. So these are just some areas that I'm diving into more and I can't wait to learn from other parents about how they're creating memories with their kids too. And then step 10, this is it, everybody. Step 10 of the family wealth and happiness journey is to teach others how. At this point, you've gained a lot of knowledge. You've achieved your own version of family wealth and happiness. I believe the final step in this process is to teach others how you've done it. You can do this in many ways, but here are a few. You can volunteer in your community. Share your time, your knowledge, and your spirit with others who don't have as much as you. By pouring into others, you'll get so much more in return. Use your unique skills and give back where it's needed most in your community. You'll be creating and improving the area where you live, where you work, and where you play. You could also become a content creator. The internet 
is amazing, man. It gives you access to free and incredibly helpful information. Join in on this revolution and share what you know through a blog, a podcast, a YouTube channel, a TikTok, whatever way you like to consume media. What can you do to give back? in that way. It's not only a great way to teach and give back, but it also gives you a medium to plan, reflect, and journal about your future, about your life. It's great. I love the saying, give your kids enough money to do something, but not so much that they do nothing. We want to empower them to keep this legacy alive. All this hard work that you've done, right? Keep the legacy alive with knowledge, not money. As they grow older, we should give them progressive levels of responsibility when it comes to their money so they know how to be good stewards of it. And we should always do our best to communicate and model these strong family financial habits. After all, kids are great imitators. Okay, everybody, well, we did it. We hit on all 10 steps for achieving family wealth and happiness. By the way, these are not hard and fast rules. These are just concepts that I've gleaned from 300 episodes sharing what we know and then learning from hundreds of other families about what they know. I'm using these steps and they are working really well for our family. Life is great right now. And I'm thrilled to see where we go as a family and as a community together. But enough for me, everyone. I would love to hear from you. What do you think of these 10 steps to family wealth and happiness? Do they feel like family wealth and happiness to you? What would you change? What would you add? I would love to hear from you. Please hit me up on social media at Andy Hill MKM. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That's Andy Hill MKM. Thanks so much. As a quick reminder, this show is for entertainment purposes only, my friends. Be sure to seek out a professional for your specific financial situation. Just as a quick reminder, before we go, if you have a question for me, that you'd like featured on this show in the coming months, please leave me a voicemail at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash voicemail or leave me a note on social media and I'm going to do my best to answer these questions that come in. If you prefer to go anonymous, that's cool too. Just say, hey, anonymous from blah, blah, blah. I'm anonymous from Michigan. I'm anonymous from California. That's cool. Again, that's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash voicemail or on social media at Andy Hill MKM. I'd be honored to support you on your journey to family wealth and happiness. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from one of my favorite bands of all time, Keen, and their lead singer, Tom Chaplin. Now is the time of our comfort and plenty. These are the days we've been working for. Nothing can touch us and nothing can harm us. No, nothing goes wrong anymore. I love that. <laughs> Put in the work and then enjoy. Carpe diem. Carpe diem.